0: On today's podcast, as 2023 draws to a close, let's make sure your retirement plan is ready for the new year. 2024 is significant because this 2024 will be a year of change and of transition. So stay with us, please.
2: What do we need to be considering here at the close of the year? That's what we're covering to open up the podcast today. It's Money Matters USA podcast number 121 with Fred Sade, founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm Money Matters USA. Fred and the financial services industry for many years. He is a fiduciary and holds a PhD in economics from Duke University. Fred, we are coming to the close of the year and we're going to yeah. just cover a lot of things that we need to consider right Wrapping up, uh, if you would, uh, before the end of the year.
0: Yeah, we uh, we, ha- we have we uh, have we have a list of uh, of things that uh, people should should really do, or give it a, give it a real uh, think about whether or not they they can do it. And one one of the things that they should be looking at is uh, their overall four hundred one k contributions. And how does that fit together uh, with their other tax-deferred contributions? So you still may have some time, if you're able, to contribute to your 401k plan. If you've already gotten the company match, then you might want to consider some other things. You might want to consider some, you know, a Roth or maybe something else that's That's after tax in order to have tax diversification. But at least a company 401k plan, if your company has a 401k plan, at least that's the place to start.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um, what you can do with that. All right. So what about um, we know now the RMD age is now 73 until 2033 when it goes to 75. So what should we be looking at that if we are turning 73
0: well, don't anything mis- at the end of the year. Well, yeah, I mean, if if you are turning seventy three, you have a year, you know, to go. Uh, you can always you can always wait till April of the, of the next year, but it's not a bad idea to take it this year, and then consider what you want to do with the RMD. You cannot put an RMD into an into an IRA you can't play that game if you're rmd eligible but you can make some decisions if you don't need this for you know for for consumption for for current spending well you can consider what you want to do uh w- with that with that rmd uh perhaps uh, some other uh tax strategy might make uh might make some sense so it's it's a good time to uh to think about that now, one of the things that uh, that could make some sense would be if you are charitably inclined. Now, at age seventy and one half, that was not changed. Seventy and one half, uh, you you can uh, make a, a charitable distribution. Of, uh, of an IRA withdrawal to a uh, charity that qualifies uh, to receive the the distribution and um, of course that will satisfy your 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 RMD requirement uh, if assuming that, that, set, that you're that you were receiving uh, RMDs uh, at the time uh, of Secure Act 2.0 but uh this the, the this hundred thousand dollar contribution will actually reduce your income so but you need to be charitably inclined uh to do that so unfortunately, Congress, in its wisdom did not see fit to change the age and they left it at seventy uh and and one half but don't forget if if you are r m d eligible. Take your RMD, uh, because there's no waiver for, a, uh, for an IRA. Uh, th- there could be a waiver for a 401k plan if you're still employed and uh, you are less than a 5% owner of that company. But there's no such waiver uh, for an IRA. You have to take the RMD. And, of course, there's an excise tax. If you don't, it's 25%. Uh, And if you notify the IRS in due course that you failed, they they will drop that to 10%. And I believe, uh, as do others, that because the penalty has been dropped from 50%, that the IRS will assess the penalty.
2: Okay, they'll be more serious about enforcement of that than... Uh, we're just saying, uh, in looking at tax mitigating strategies, calendar year we should look at, and I know IRA is an exception to that, but what are some of the uh, strategies we should consider before the close of the year, tax-wise?
0: Well, you, if you are in a taxable account, pro- and if you own mutual funds, uh, you may very well get uh, phantom income from distributions from from the fund, even though you may not have gotten any gain uh, from the fund or, or the tax that you will be uh, assessed, uh, it doesn't correlate in any way uh, to any gain that, that, you may, that you may have had. Now, uh, funds are required to uh distribute gains and they do this constantly. so it's it's not as though on December 31st they're going to distribute the gain. Uh, they do this all year, all year long. So this is something that that, uh, that you should uh, consider. And um, uh, ETFs may have a capital gain distribution but they they don't necessarily have one. Now, you could consider uh, a tax mitigation strategies. This may or may not help you, uh, because uh, there are what's called the wash sale rules. That is, if you sell something and you immediately buy the same thing back or something similar in less than 30 days, then the IRS will disallow uh, any, any loss that you may have uh, experienced uh, on, on, that, uh, on the strategy. Uh, one exception is capital gains. So sometimes people will will do uh, tax mitigation strategies using capital gains. And this this is really an art form, and there are firms that specialize in that particular strategy. And we have relationships relationship with one such firm, and uh, and it's it's it can be effective for the right uh, for the right person. Now, on the one hand. After tax accounts are inefficient, but on the other hand, the mix of taxable, tax deferreds uh, and and, uh, and and never taxed uh, combinations are, are very effective uh, in uh, in holding down and suppressing uh, taxes that are due in in retirement, and also help uh, with uh, estate values and and legacy and and retaining wealth within a within within a family. Now. You know, tax tax strategies need to be uh, prorated out. You know, working working with the proper software and run by a, a competent tax uh, professional to review the to do the work. But tax planning is definitely part of uh, of retirement of retirement strategies.
2: Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, um, if we haven't looked at a Roth. And I know you'd be happy to explain that. Is this a good time to, to look at that going forward? Any Roth yeah. strategies?
0: Oh, oh, absolutely. But but again, you have to – let's start at the beginning for a moment. Roth, Roths, Roth's are hypothetically – a Roth assumes that you're better off paying taxes today at a lower rate than paying taxes on an asset at a higher rate at some undetermined Time in in the future. Now, a lot of people believe as an article of faith that once they retire, their tax bracket is going to be lower. That may or may not be true. So this this is an this is a case where you you really need to do um, uh, Roth tax planning and run this out on a year by year by year basis to see uh, whether or not that hypothesis is correct. And wh- and whether you would benefit uh, from doing Roth conversions. Now another article of faith is that Roth conversions need to be done uh, pre-RMD. Uh, that's a half truth. You're better off doing it that way, but it doesn't mean you can't do it once you're once you're in retirement. The the issue that that you have to face. Beside the, the planning that's necessary, is the fact that the tax code changes once you trigger Social Security. And once that happens, uh, we, we have uh, marginal rates pre-retirement, but uh, pre-Social Security. Uh, but once you take the Social Security, you now have marginal rates, effective marginal rates. The effective marginal rate is the tax that's due on the next dollar of income. And that th- then leads us to the tax bazooka, but which are these very, very high tax rates that are caused because social security then uh, explodes the, the, uh, the actual the actual tax brackets, and you get these in between these sub brackets that get sandwiched in between the uh, the statutory brackets. And so uh, all of a sudden, you have much higher brackets. So for an example, the, the 10% bracket is, is now a 12, 13% bracket. The 15% becomes an 18% bracket, and so on. And so, um, you know, it, it becomes a question of, of how much pain uh, your gut can endure. Now, most of the advice is, well, you know, don't go any higher than the top of the 22% bracket, but that may not be viable. And there are instances where you may want to go all the way up to the 37% bracket. And, once, uh, and if the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is allowed to expire in its entirety, uh, you know, then you're talking about 39 and a half percent plus three and a half percent for the Affordable Care Act tax, the Obama uh, tax, which is still uh, in, in effect and has never been uh, repealed. So uh, tax efficiency is really important. Uh, Roths are very, very uh, effective. Uh, you know there are other strategies which gets which gets us into trust strategies. These are a bit more sophisticated, uh, but we, we like Roths. Uh, we like them very much. Remember, there's no RMDs from a Roth, uh, and on inherited Roths, they're wonderful because you have no RMDs and you get a full ten years in order to take the the uh, uh, the the, uh, the uh, one 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 lump RMD. So effectively, you, you've got a ten year stretch uh, on on a Roth. So you know, again, we, we love we love we love Roths. I, mm-hmm. I mean, we could put that on a T-shirt mm-hmm. or a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, yeah, but you know, there's there's work that needs to be done uh, to see uh, how how uh, someone can best benefit. And again, th- think of that combination of taxable, never tax, and tax deferreds. So the point is, if all your money is in tax free, um, or tax deferreds, I should say, but uh, then tax free. Uh, becomes awfully attractive, but you have to be willing to face the pain of taxation now at at low rates. Comparatively speaking, these are low rates uh, as against where taxes are probably going to go once the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act uh, disappears. Now, of course, we have a presidential election coming up and depends on who wins the election will impact what happens with the tax code. You know,
2: and finally, uh, this is one thing to look at at the end of the year. Kind of like you know, they tell us to change our batteries in the smoke detector whenever we change the clocks. This is kind of an efficient thing to do. Just review your beneficiary designations.
0: Yeah, you, you should be, because if if uh, there's been a death in the family, uh, new child, new grandchild, uh, divorce, separation, uh, you really want to take a good hard look because you don't want to rely. Uh, on your state for the for, for a beneficiary direction, if your will says one thing and the beneficiary directions by contract say something else, the contract will prevail over any provision that is in your will. Now some states uh, will say that the, that whoever you're married to currently is the beneficiary no matter what is in your will. Wisconsin, for example. Huh. other states don't say that. So you you can see there's a lot of litigation yeah. on this subject, and it's the same set of errors all the time. The beneficiary is my wife. Okay, it doesn't say my wife, Mary Jane Smith. Right. It just says my wife. Well, that that Mary Jane Smith was your was your wife at the time you you know opened opened the IRA. You you know, the 401k or whatever it is, the life insurance policy, the annuity, whatever, you name it. Anything that moves by contract does not move by will. Or well, think of it otherwise, that a will only moves what is not moved by contract. Now, I know lawyers won't like me to say that, but that happens to be the truth of, uh, of the matter. So your, your wife was Mary Jane Smith. Now, now it's, it's Betty Lou Jones. So Betty Lou Uh, now says hey i'm the wife and and i want to i want to get the uh benefit Mm -hmm. of this and in a lot of states she would so not all not all so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you're just you're just exposing yourself to a problem when it's very easy uh to to fix it
2: yeah that definitely is uh something to consider a good thing to consider, isn't it?
0: Well, you know some people don't like to get into this. they consider this to be soft planning. Uh, we don't think that it's soft planning at, at all. We, we think that if you spend a lifetime uh, accumulating assets and and, uh, and building up uh, for to enjoy, I mean the purpose of all this is to enjoy a comfortable retirement that that's the lot that's what that's the what the why of what you're doing everything else is is the how of how you do that but 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 that purpose didn't change just because you got divorced and and so why not make these why not make these changes these are these are usually changes that people just forget about
2: yeah uh, Well, definitely. Um, And I know that's something you, the people you work with, you'll keep up uh, with them. On, on things like this and so many things like we talked about rmds making sure that they take them on time and and all of that and by the way you can reach out to fred sade with a, a simple call and and that and that's wherever you are and that number is eight hundred five nine three eighty one eighty eight, eight hundred five nine three eighty one eighty eight. 800-593-8188 you can also schedule with fred just at the website which is moneymattersusa.net moneymattersusa.net well retirement's finally here and now it's non-stop vacation or is it when we come back <laughs> some pitfalls of retirement and how to avoid them termites not the ones that eat your house the ones that eat away at your nest egg Hidden fees. A fee here, a fee there, and they could end up costing you thousands. Exterminate, Exterminate the termites. Termite. No! Work with a financial professional who offers transparency. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800 593 8188. That's 800 593 8188. And the website for Fred, say it again, it's MoneyMattersUSA.net, and you can hear the other 120 podcast if you click the podcast tab. And also, when you click that, if you want to submit a question and try to stump Fred for Stump the Guru, there's a drop-down for it on that podcast tab. And most definitely click that uh, Red Light uh, program tab and learn about the uh, Fred's Red Light on the Dashboard program. That That's something that he can institute in a custom fashion, in a fiduciary manner, for you and that effort to make sure that you don't run out of money in retirement. So Fred will talk to you all about that. MoneyMattersUSA.net is the website. Well, of course, we look forward to retirement. We can't wait to that first morning. We don't have to set the alarm clock. But I know, Fred, you've worked through the years with so many people. uh, And when you plan for their retirement, of course, it's not a one and done. You maintain that relationship with them. Reviews are necessary. And I'm pretty sure you hear some of the things that we're going to discuss in this segment when you talk to them we're going to look at some of the things it's not not so much about money here uh we're going to look at some of the things that you may face in retirement here's one i bet you hear uh after a year or two maybe fred i'm bored
0: actually i hear this sometimes after 90 120 <laughs> days <believe laughs> really or not yeah typical is Hey, Fred, you know, I had a whole list that I've been accumulating over the years, you know, honey-do list projects and so on. I've done every single one of them and have no idea what to wow. do right, right now. I've been watching television and the wife says, get out of the house. You, you just gained five pounds. You're just sitting there and eating away. <laughs> and you're getting um, on my nerves. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. Uh, it's what my mother said to my father. I run, I run this house for over 50 years and I don't need your help. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: And I don't need your advice either on it.
0: That, that's right. So um, it, it's it's vitally important that you that you develop some interest it might be you know an old god group where you have speakers of various kinds uh, come in and talk about different topics a lot of them are uh retired but but not in, but not in every uh, not in every case and uh it gives you mental stimulation plus you you meet new people and uh and new friendships uh you know, have lunch with, uh, with some of them. And, uh, you know, you get intellectual stimulation, you make new friends, uh, you socialize, all of this is really important. And you start to look forward to these activities. Maybe there's a hobby that you want to take up. Maybe, maybe you want to learn to paint, uh, you know, in, in watercolor, maybe oil, maybe you want to learn to draw in charcoal. Uh, Maybe you want to learn how to dance, uh, ballroom dancing. It's always been something you admired, but not something that you ever felt you had the time for. You know, but this is, this is this is these are opportunities uh, for you. you know again, if you if you think of retirement not as the end of uh, you know of your life, just think of it as a new phase. Now you you finish one phase, you put that in the closet or in the drawer. And now you go on to the next stage of your life. If you look at retirement in that way, you won't get bored.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And another thing too, you may not be—I mean, you may actually be busy in retirement, but not satisfied. You know, like when you're working and you finish the project and stand back and look at the results. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you how do you replace that? Volunteer. Yeah,
0: that's true. Do, do, do some do some do some volunteer. Uh, activities. Um, you you might you might want to go to a local your local hospital and and volunteer uh, as a, you know as as a guide. Uh, somebody when people come into a big hospital complex, they don't know where they're they're going or whatnot. You can you can provide them uh, with directions. Perhaps you want to. Uh, Volunteer at a museum. Maybe maybe you were interested in a particular time period, or maybe you know something about about art. Uh, volunteer to uh, to be a guide, a, a docent, uh, whatever it might mm-hmm. uh, be. But there there are plenty of plenty of opportunities uh, out there. Uh, maybe you don't want to join a, a Rotary or a Lions Club, but they're always looking for volunteers to help them out. You know, when they're doing their pancake breakfasts, for mm-hmm. example, uh, or delivering uh, food uh, for uh, Thanksgiving. I know We're a lot of people who
2: volunteer for like community theater houses, um, it, you know, yeah. and, and, and not on stage necessarily being an usher or running the lights or something right. like that.
0: Right. There, there's loads of there's loads of things. I, I have some friends and clients who tell me, you know what, I'm busier now than i was in uh when i was working (laughs) on where days go
2: yeah i can see that uh and you know that's another thing too when when you are working your career defines you uh so when you retire uh and i know that volunteering can also define you but you know a lot of people probably and it's great when it's by choice decide to go back to work in some form after they retire
0: yeah, let let's let's say that you were in human resources for a Fortune five hundred company. You might want to volunteer uh, with a with a with an NGO or some other not for profit that mm-hmm. teaches, you know, people how how to read, how to write, yeah. uh, how to interview, how to correct uh, speech their speech patterns so that they become employable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and um, th- there, some of the largest companies have these programs. Some people have paid. Other people are volunteers, and there are NGOs that do the that do the same thing. Um, unfortunately, um, you know. Hi, Fred. Um, what do you do? So, uh, what, who, who you are is not the same thing as what you do. What you, what you, who you are is you are, and you can define uh, who that who that might might be. You you might be. Um, uh, intellectually gifted, you you might be talented, you might be uh, vibrant, you might be bright, you might be optimistic, you might be happy, uh, you might want to make, continue to make a difference in the world, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but that's has nothing, that's who you are, that's not, that's not your job, it's not what you, uh, what you do. So, uh, when you, when you retire, uh, let's say you retire completely, you're, you're not going to work uh, at all, Um there are plenty of opportunities, as we've just been saying, for you to do things to get involved. And, and so, uh, whether it's consistent with, with your skill set, maybe you want to upskill and, and learn a new skill, just learning just for the sake of learning. Right. Uh, I, I, in, in New Jersey, if you are over the age of 65, uh, there are a number of colleges and universities where you can go and uh, get a, a, a no-charge uh, bachelor's degree, bachelor of art or bachelor of science. You mm-hmm. have to pay for your books, but that's it. Uh, so, I mean, here, here's a great opportunity. Let's say that you – or maybe you never finished high school, so you can get a GED. Or maybe, or maybe you did and you never had the chance to go on to college, or maybe you didn't want to, but now you do. There's plenty of opportunity. And you I'm just sure can't join pretty. the
2: Army. <laughs> I
0: don't know. What, how about the Marine Corps? Uh, I, maybe. <laughs> no, I doubt it.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, that, that makes sense. I, I, I call this segment the heads up from Fred. Of what, you know, you could encounter in retirement because Fred spends so much time, as he needs to, uh, talking about strategies to build in income and proactive tax strategies and protective components, all of that that you need in your retirement. But what about, the, what, what, about what we're talking about? Because you could face that. Fred has helped usher many people into retirement he's seen it and that relationship that goes on you mentioned how people say i'm busier now than ever well it could be that you find yourself running errands for everyone because you'd never learn how to say no (laughs) i'll tell you one thing you tell somebody at a church you volunteer for one thing or one or two things at a church and they're coming back to you every time
0: yeah, that's that is true. Sometimes they'll say, "Okay, I will volunteer for this one thing, but that's it. Don't <laughs> right. call me again. Lose my lose my number." I, look, you know, it's just, it's it's the same thing. I mean, there there are appropriate times to say no. Uh, you know what what happens is you become an unpaid babysitter uh, for for your grandkids, and and yeah, you do it because you 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 love your grandkids. Uh, but, you know, there may be times where you can't. Uh, you have other things that you want to do, or not just doctor's appointments. Uh, for some of my older clients, this is a standing joke. I'll say, when can you fit me in in between your doctor appointments? <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, another thing, too, and you definitely, definitely want to avoid this, because a lot of the friends we make at work, you may find yourself, you don't want to get lonely, and you don't even want to be in that situation. Uh, how do you help people not be lonely? Only.
0: Well, uh, MIT Age Labs uh, just published. If you go onto their website, you'll just see that they they published a very interesting uh, study just on this uh, on this topic of um, aging out of friendships. And, and this is this is germane because it's not it's not only that you don't see people who you used to see. Uh, you know, from work, <clears throat> because you're you you're not there to interact with them. But uh, you, even if, if some friends have relocated, uh, still it may be that there were other people who you've just you've just grown apart. They are not interested in being friendly with you uh, any longer, even if you're still interested in being friendly with them. Why? Because they made new friends uh, from the you know from these other senior groups, and, and they have other. And other um, you know other people who have come into their lives through these other activities. Maybe they've relocated within the same state. Maybe they've gone to a you know, over fifty five community and, and through the to the Commons uh, Hall and, and center. Uh, they've made new friends, and so they don't they, they their life is filled, and, and they're not interested in, in the in the older uh, in these older friends. Uh, it's important if you have family to to stay in touch with your uh, with your family uh, or your spouse's family if that's the case. Uh, but you know you you should be open to th- this is a new chapter in your life and be open to it. The, the The book is closed on that chapter. You're writing a new book and be open to it. That's the important thing. Don't make the mistake of sitting home. And, and, uh, you know, and watching and talking back to the television. That's Mm -hmm. a one way conversation.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, here's another thing, too. You may find yourself in a rut. How do you get out of the rut?
0: Well, I can tell you because uh, I I I know this for a fact. <clears throat> if you if you retire to play golf, your handicap will go up after about four or five months. <laughs> it, it does not improve. It doesn't. Not, it, no, because pr- practice does not make perfect. If you're making mistakes, and you practice your mistakes, your game is going to uh, it's going to worsen. So uh, allow yourself. To take on some, some new hobbies and some new interests. Uh, you, may, you may find that, yeah, you want to play golf you know, a couple of times a month, uh, maybe once a week, maybe twice a week, but it's, it's not the sole focus uh, of, of, your, of your life. There, there are a lot of other things that you find uh, that you're very interested in. I find that one of the things that people get interested in is, is, is cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and learning how to cook, trying different, uh, trying different recipes, and oftentimes it, it may be at a, uh, maybe you go to an event of some kind and they have, um, you know, an entree or a side dish that you say, "Gosh, this is delicious! I wish I knew how to make it." Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to the chef or the owner of the catering firm and see if they'll give you the recipe. Oftentimes they will. Uh, or you might want to look at Gourmet Magazine or any one of these travel magazines or the New York Times, Wall Street Journal on the weekend editions. They have always have a food section. Well, uh, your local paper, I'm sure it does. Take a look. See if there's something there that you like. And if it's not, you want a recipe write to the editor of that section and say, hey, you know, I'd like a recipe for whatever it, it might be. Uh, anybody, you know, or can put a feeler out uh, who, you know, be interested in the publicity and give up that recipe.
2: Yeah, You'll find that they will. Yeah. People like to share, you know, I was thinking yeah. about um, this is kind of still somewhat of a new thing too, in many ways for people retiring now, as opposed to 40 years ago uh, because retirement wasn't as long Uh, Now you've got 30 plus years. Yeah. So you, you really got to find something to do. (laughs) You got to find something.
0: Yeah. 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 Look, uh, as I said earlier, look, uh, retirement is all about, uh, it's all about uh, being comfortable and, and being happy. And uh, if, if you're not, if you're uncomfortable and you're unhappy, you're going to be miserable, Mm -hmm. just absolutely miserable. So, Enjoy it. I mean, you know, this is this is time that you've got. And, you know, at, at this time of the of the year, we, we have to be thankful uh, and have gratitude over the fact that we're that we're still alive, we're we're in we're in good health, we're reasonably good health, we're able to get out, we're able to enjoy and and, and be thankful uh, for that. And I'm also thankful for the fact that, that we have listeners to this podcast Me too. and hope that they continue.
2: Absolutely. Speaking of thankful, we uh, record this podcast, or this week we're recording before Thanksgiving, but we'll drop it the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So uh, I will say uh, to those, uh, if you're listening, it's already happened. <laughs> so ha- hope you yeah. had a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> to you, Fred, we're recording before Thanksgiving. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you, Dave. And I hope you do too. Time for, for family uh, and I guess football if you're an fo- American sure. football fan.
2: Absolutely. S-
0: since we have worldwide listeners, I know that uh, in other countries they refer to what we call soccer, they refer to that as football.
2: Yeah, and, or uh, football. Th- <laughs> yeah. football
0: well, yeah,
2: but, yeah right. but they're getting familiar with the nfl because what this year alone there's been one game played in the uk and then the other in germany this year
0: yes, yes. i've noticed uh, they
2: fill those they fill the stands up the stadium
0: up. yeah they do they do i mean i i enjoy watching at least one football game i have uh always watched the detroit lions on on thanksgiving day mm-hmm. but uh, whether they win or lose, uh, it doesn't matter yeah. to me. That, that's a habit for me is watching the Lions game. And, right. and of course, I, I will uh, watch it. And there's usually a second game, but I don't care about the second game because right. it's, it's not part of my uh, – Routine, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, on uh, based on this theme, you should break your routine. Don't get in a rut, friend.
0: <laughs> well, maybe I will watch. The, uh, I'll take my own advice and watch the uh, watch the second game. Well, yeah, watch that uh, one too. Well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I will. Just I loosen will. I, the old I, belt and kick
2: back and enjoy. <laughs> well,
0: I, I happen to li- I happen to like turkey, mm-hmm. so. Uh, I I the truth of the matter is I wait for Thanksgiving all year long to get fresh turkey yeah, uh, yeah. instead of the uh, deli type uh, turkey. Oh yeah, exactly. Like so old... I'm I'm looking forward to uh, my wife bought a big turkey. It's in the freezer right now, and uh, I guess uh, uh, Wednesday night she'll take it out, thaw it out, and then she'll uh, cook it on uh, Thursday morning. Okay, so it'll be hot and fresh and. We'll
2: be willing to go. Well, we always go to my oldest sister's house because she's the one that actually uh, got all the um, cooking talents that my mother had. So yeah. it'll be a feast, no doubt. Well, happy Thanksgiving weekend to everyone. And of course, we're, we are just going to keep on going through Christmas and all the holidays and and all the Hanukkah, Christmas, the New Year's, and then into the new year. Uh, so Absolutely. this podcast rolls on. And thank you so much, again, like Fred said, for being a part of it. Money Matters USA.